0: Hello and welcome to the Red Access podcast. In this episode, we're lucky enough to have Celia Arthur join us, who is the Blue Wave Community Transport Manager. And you can listen in on why volunteer drivers are so important in supporting their local community. My name's Ollie. Let's jump in. Hello and welcome to the show. You can listen to the Red Access podcast on Spotify, TuneIn Radio or from wherever else you get your podcasts. Recently, Celia and I had a conversation about the need for more volunteer drivers at Blue Wave Community Transport and I thought it was a really good topic which many of our listeners have contacted us about so I set up a call to talk to her about the issues facing their services, how they overcome them and how Red Access is allowing them to do more with less. Let's listen in on the call. Hi there Celia, how you doing and welcome to the show.
1: Hello, thank you for inviting me.
2: So, um, Celia, why don't you just let our listeners know a little bit about what you do and Blue Wave Community Transport?
1: Along with my car- partner, Carol, uh, we run Blue Wave Community Transport, which is a volunteer car service. We cover the whole of Bromsgrove and the Regis area, but we will travel out to the district as well if people need to. And we have travelled as far as Cheltenham which, if you want to know, it's about 60 miles. a long catchment, yeah. It's a wide yeah. area there. Well, you know, we, we try our best to support the people here to go and do things that they really want to do, and well, we go out of our way to give a service if we can. And we use volunteers who use their own cars to um, take people to doctor's appointments, hospitals, and other social activities within the area so we will do whatever we can and it's entirely really up to the volunteers how far they will drive because they, you know, our, our volunteers are essential to our service and, and
2: without them you wouldn't have a service, would you?
1: And without them we would not have a service and uh, they are wonderful people who, who are willing to, to give their time to provide a, a vital social connection for people our drivers will go that extra mile. They go to the door, they will pick up the person, they will make sure they've got their keys and that the house is locked up. They will take them to wherever they're going. And for example, if that is a hospital, they'll make sure that they go to the department they need to go and they will be there waiting for them when they come out so, so they can take them home so that they know that they are safe and they're looked after. We are very, very busy. And uh, we are always on the lookout for new volunteers. We particularly want uh, new volunteers in the Bromsgrove area where we uh, you know, we just haven't got enough. So if anybody would like to volunteer, we would be very grateful.
2: And how easy is it for someone to sign up to, to do that?
1: To volunteer, all they need to do is phone us on our number, which they could get off our website or I can give them now, which is 01527, 759650 and have a little chat over the phone and then we could arrange them to come into the office and have an interview and to uh, you know uh talk about what they would like to do the most important thing is they need to have a clean driving license and they they would uh, be uh, transferring the elderly mainly uh, to um, different appointments around but they would only have to give up a day or even half a day at that time and we would be quite happy with that.
2: And and do they um do they get their expenses covered or mileage or anything like
1: that? We uh would pay for for expenses and we we give forty five P a mile so that they that we would make sure that they are not out of pocket for any of the journeys they do.
2: And and if I'm right, I think they can pick and choose when they drive you as well. It's very much um sitting in with their lifestyle as well as delivering well, of course. To the community.
1: We realise that they are, you know, people are very busy, and so um, it would be up to them when they would want to drive for us. And all they need to give us are the days that they could drive, and we would only phone those them on those particular days to do journeys. So they could also decide how far they want to go. Uh, some people go to hospital in Birmingham. Uh, Worcester Kidderminster but if they didn't really want to drive that far and just wanted to do local journeys within the village that would be fine too
2: so really it's all within their own control and it's very much um, fitting in with their life and how they can better serve you as well as their community at the same time and and using their own car yeah.
1: it is and we try and keep it very local so they get to know the people that they're driving about and they may drive the same Person, you know, all the time, and you know, yeah. they be- become they become very close.
2: As you say, it becomes a, a very friendly service, isn't it? It's very different to a sort of commercial services. This is very much about supporting the passenger needs.
1: It's a very personal service. They will pick they pick them up at their home, and obviously they make sure that they shut the doors and they've got their keys, and yeah. they take them to wherever they're going and make sure that they get if they go to the hospital, for example the right department and that they're seeing the right person and that they're waiting for them when they come out to take them home again.
2: I think, Yeah, I think that bit there is quite important, isn't it? It's not a case of pick up, drop off, leave them. They're, they're with them right from the whole, the whole journey.
1: Yes, and sometimes they're the only person that that uh, customer will see, even, maybe even for the week, and so they will... Yeah. Be the listening ear. They're the first point of contact, and they will notice any changes in that person and their health, or for example, or anything like that, and make mm-hmm. it pick up mm-hmm. on those things.
2: Yeah, and I think that's something. So that's very often, certainly in my experience, is something often overlooked. It's, it's much more than the actual journey itself. It's very much about the person and their well-being, as well as getting them from A to B.
1: It is, and it, you know. It's about building relationships with, with people who are often mm. living in rural areas and are very isolated.
2: I think that that's exactly where the value of your service is certainly fit isn't it? It's, it's getting people that otherwise couldn't get to their appointments where they need to be in a manner that is appropriate and safe.
1: Yes in, indeed.
2: And how, I mean, you've been How long have you been running the service for now?
1: We've been running the service now for about eighteen months. And and we're very passionate about it. Um, And uh, we are not funded by the local authority. So the only funding we get is donations or from various grants. So, um, you know, we we try to give the best service we can um, for as cheap as we possibly can. So we we hope the people would appreciate that.
2: And I think this is why you came across Road Excess, wasn't it? Because obviously we find the nearest available driver, which brings down the, the mileage for the passenger, so that you're not using a driver that lives miles away from the passenger. It's all very local.
1: Yes, it is. And and it's, that's the handy thing about Road you know, we can put it on when people are available so that it only comes up with those particular drivers and we don't mm. have to, you know... Uh, waste time looking phoning around people to see if they're available because we can tell yeah. when, they're, when they are
2: and, and also it keeps the records doesn't it of all the drivers you've got in your database and make sure that they are all safe and they are all roadworthy and they, they do in fact have a, an active driving licence
1: so they have an active driving licence well. DBS is up to date and all those things yeah. it keeps all the um, records correct and of the people that information of the people that we that use our service, it keeps that quite securely as well so that we don't have to have lots of paper hanging around or we don't have to have names and addresses and things, information. Yeah, yeah. In other files. That means you
2: can give them more personal service.
1: Yes, and, you know, we can keep notes on uh, people who are that we're concerned about or we feel need an extra eye or whether we need to phone social services about, we can Add these notes so that we can uh, act on those things.
2: Yes, yeah, and, and work as a team as well. So that if you're not in the office, your team can take over, and, and vice versa.
1: That's right. We all know what's going on, and that's very important. Because mm, um, mm. obviously, with people with hospital appointments, they need to know that someone is coming for them, and what time they're coming, and that you know that we need to know that we've arranged that.
2: That reassurance that you give them, we've seen people that use these types of services and they actually get quite stressed about whether you're going to show up on time and all this. And I think what what you provide is reassurance to themselves and the family members that you will be there to pick them up at that time.
1: Well, I think anybody, when they're ill in particular and they have to go to the hospital, I think we all get very anxious and stressed. And obviously Mm. the the older you are, the, the more often you have to go and the more stressful mm. it can be and a lot of the people we we work with haven't got any family either so they are totally on their own and rely mm. on us um, to get them there and also the driver to be there to give them uh, emotional support as well as actually getting them from A to B
2: Yeah and I think that's I think we just touched on it earlier that you know there is so much more to being a volunteer driver than just the actual journey itself and the drivers need to be compassionate and understanding, and, and you do find the most amazing people that support their communities in this fashion.
1: Yes, our drivers are exceptional. They're, they, are, you know, they all are. It, you know, mm. and it, it's amazing that they they give their time in the way that they do, and are mm. happy to do it. And uh, I think they are just amazing. And there are some wonderful people out there, and I would love for some more volunteers to come forward who would just want to give that service.
2: Yeah, and I I really do hope, I mean, certainly at Red Access, we're trying to do everything we can to get the message out there for all of our clients, but also the community transport service in general, because it's just so under-marketed, you know. people just Until you need community transport, you don't even always know it exists.
1: That is true. Often our uh, clients say to us that they didn't know that we existed. and Mm. and, and, until they needed to use us, and and then, Mm. you know, and they think it's wonderful uh, that people will do that for them. And we do get a lot of support from the community in general uh, for our service. They are very supportive and, you know, helpful to us.
2: And and what sort of ways do they help you?
1: Well, they help us by uh, donating money, helping us to raise money, Spreading news of our service, um, helping us look for volunteers. Look, for example, we've uh, and we've got support money-wise from the parish council. We have got some from uh, Catfield Parish Council, or, or the church parish council, who supported us with, with funds, as well as putting us in their parish magazines, advertising mm-hmm. our services, and and many of the churches as well that have supported us in that way.
2: And you you're seeing quite a bit of growth aren't you as well from when you started your journey demand is going
1: up isn't it it goes up on a a regular on a monthly basis we have between five or seven people join our service a week I would say every week uh, without fail so we we've got something like I think something like 250 people on our books now on Mm. a regular basis um, that's within the last you said 18 months that we've got those people Mm.
2: It's incre- I've, This is the bit that I just find incredible, that there's something that's not well-marketed generally because obviously you don't need it until you need it, that everyone that's come on to Red Access is growing, and the software itself is supporting that growth. It's just, it just amazes me that a service that is so valuable to a community is something that's so under-discussed you know, in general. And, and
1: under-resourced.
2: Like <laughs> uh, yeah, and under-resourced, yeah. Yeah, which is, is why we did what we did, because we realized that, People in your situation just haven't got the money to develop the technology to get more from what you do without, you know, paying for more staff and all this. That's where we think technology is the sort of silent worker that works in the background to enable you to get more done with less. How do you see the future for Blue Wave? What, What do you think lies ahead for Blue Wave as you move forward?
1: Well, I mean, obviously we're all, we're walking on a tightrope when it comes to funding because as I said, we have no funding from the local council so it's always difficult to keep our head above mm. water hopefully we we'll, we may get some funding next year who knows um, uh, and I can see it just growing bigger and bigger mm. and bigger um, which is why we need more volunteers really the more volunteers that we have the more people we can help because we yeah. are all having to turn away people because we just haven't got the drivers for them so the more yeah,
2: it's a real shame
1: Yes, because they, you know, we charge half the price of a taxi, which is what mm. they have to resort to uh, when they can't use us. And, mm. you know, they really can't afford it, uh, as well yeah, as they don't yeah. obviously get the personal service that they get from yeah. us. Um, yes, yeah, so we, we just need the more, the more volunteers we have, the more people we can help. And so I can just see us grow bigger.
2: How often do people use your service?
1: Well, some people use us every week if they're going to their exercise class or their and natter class or whatever um, event that is happening in the community. So there are people we take on a weekly basis to, the, to these classes. And there are others who have regular monthly visits to the GP or the physio. And so they may come with us once a month or once a fortnight, whatever. And then we have the people who just use us when they need to, when they're ill, when they have a hospital mm-hmm. appointment or a doctor's appointment that they need to go to. So we have those people as well. So I would say we have about 30 or 40 people who use us on a regular basis in, you know, they use us once a week or once a month. And then the rest are just as and when they need us.
2: And what's, what's interesting there is, you know, so much emphasis of community transport is on medical journeys but actually it's not just medical journeys, is it? It's actually social inclusion and re-engaging people back into the community that otherwise couldn't.
1: That's right. We are a valuable um, resource for people who are isolated. And, you know, again, uh, we take people to classes that are run by the local council, for example, Redditch and Bromsgrove Council, run uh, exercise classes, strength and balance classes in the community. And they, they refer their clients to us for transport. So we take something like half their class <laughs> to, their, to these things. They wouldn't have yeah. a class if it wasn't for us taking people yeah. to them. Um, and, uh, yeah, people don't realise that when you're elderly and you can't use a bus or there is no bus, you cannot go out unless someone takes you, even if it's just to the shop. Or yeah. to the post office to get your pension. You just can't
2: go. You know that sense of when the snow comes down and you can't get anywhere because the roads are busy and they're shut and you just can't drive. What I find fascinating is for the elderly, for some people that's their everyday, the sense of there's nothing at the supermarket. Some people without your services, that would be their everyday life if it wasn't for Blue Wave.
1: Well, I think what we always say is you've got to imagine having to live your life without being able to use your car or get on the bus or phone for a taxi. Just how would you get to the doctors? How would you see your friends? How would you see your family? And for elderly people, that's a serious problem Mm. because it leaves them isolated, in their own homes, uh, lonely and unable to see their old friends or make any new ones either because they're just not meeting people. We have uh, phone calls daily from people thanking us for using our services, telling us how wonderful their driver was and how much they appreciated it. And we have, uh, they send us cards, they send us flowers, they send us chocolates. It's lovely. Oh. <laughs> so yeah, that's yeah. nice. Really
2: appreciated. Yeah.
1: Yes we 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 really are appreciated and it and you get that feel good factor as our volunteers do they you know because you know you're really doing something that is making a difference for someone's life.
2: Right. Celia, thank you very much for taking the time to come and talk to us today. I know you're really busy, so I'm going to let you go and get back to what you've got to do. Thank you so much for coming on the show
1: and thank you, and we are operating over the Christmas period as well, if anybody should need us.
2: Brilliant. Thank you so much, and I'll talk to you again
1: soon. Okay, then. Bye-bye.
0: So there you have it. That was the transport manager for Blue Wave Community Transport, Celia Arthur. To find out more about their services, visit their website at bluewave.org.uk. Thank you for listening to our show. Don't forget you can follow our podcast on Spotify, TuneIn Radio, Apple Podcasts and more. And don't forget to check out our website at redaccess.com. We'll catch you soon.